Oh, thank you, Jesus, sweet Holy Spirit. Father, we ask that you speak to us tonight. You, you impact us tonight. You minister to us tonight. We have gathered for your sake. We have gathered for your glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Let the believers shout a huge amen. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Alone with God. Somebody say alone with God. Keep on sharing the link. Keep on sharing the link. Keep on sharing the link in the next one minute. Keep on sharing the link. Mata Duzara Vralushkita. Mata Sivralushka to Perabada. Ikoloma Supralishka to Kadeva. Rakalishku Satepala. Eflalishku Sevra Laskute. Mata Gata Gata Bata Gata Bata Gata Razuli Mata Likora. Ashita Baruha. Ivraloshka Sata Baruha. Keep on sharing the link. Keep on sharing the link. Keep on sharing the link. Adoka Tabaha. Rally so Alone with God. Alone with God. Forgive me for my time. I'm just I'm just rushing from a meeting. Oh God. But God will help us. Somebody say God will help us. Somebody say God will help us. God bless you so much. I see my my sister Jessica here. It's good to have you always. And we are sorry for your loss. We are sorry for your loss. Jessica just lost her mom. We are sorry for your loss. I pray that the Lord will continually strengthen you. My mother is still alive, so I have no idea what it means to lose your mom. But I know God knows. God knows. May the Lord strengthen you and your siblings and the family and comfort you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Somebody shout amen. Somebody shout amen. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. Alone with God. I think everybody at a point in their lives might have gone through at least a little bit of being alone. Being alone. 
being alone is there anybody here under the sound of my voice who has never felt alone in their lives if no say no if yes say yes that people everybody under the sound of my voice at a point in their lives are alone being alone is not a good thing and being alone is not a pleasant thing even to the point where God himself confirms it being alone is not pleasant at all and many people who go through a lot of pain a lot of frustration who who allow wickedness to engulf their mind were all alone at a point people who become so wicked in their lives became that wicked when they were alone people go through a lot of struggles when they're alone people people become frustrated when they're alone people feel abandoned when they're alone people struggle when they're alone people become victims of their pleasures and desires when they're alone you see when you put it all together being alone it's not so much of a positive thing that it is not something that I would usually wish for the next person because nothing good really comes out of being alone nothing positive really comes out of being alone nothing pleasant really comes out of being alone even as I am speaking now there are some people who are listening to me who are alone even as I am speaking now there are some people who are hearing me who have been alone but I came to tell you there is a good news there is a positive news that you can use that moment of being alone to your advantage Advantage of somebody shout yes. Many a times we say we are alone, we know we are alone, but I think we do not really take time to understand what being alone really is. I have come to learn that being alone or alone, there are three definitions of being alone. Somebody say three definitions. Somebody say three definitions. When somebody says I am alone, there are three definitions. Number one first definition of being alone is having no one else present physically having no one else present sometimes you can go through stuff in life that you were wishing that somebody was at least even standing by you in person but you turn to the left you turn to the right and there is nobody there you are so alone you are completely alone there is no one else present you are so alone in it you are so alone in the darkness you are so alone in your pain you are so alone in in what you are into you are so alone in your frustration you are so alone in your depression you are so alone in your pain you are so alone that there is nobody present 
Nobody is there. There is nobody present. That is the first definition of being alone. The second definition of being alone is having no help or participation from others. You see, the second definition of being alone, there are people there, but nobody is really involved. There are people around, but nobody is really caring. Nobody is really helping. Nobody is really concerned. Nobody is really worried. You see people around you. You can actually touch them. You can actually shake them. You can actually interact with them. But for them to be involved with what you are in, for them to be involved with your business, for them to be involved with your exams, for them to be involved with the payment of your school fees, nobody seems to care. There is no help from any side. There is no participation. There is no involvement. You can see your mother, but she doesn't care. You can see your siblings, but they do not care. You can see your husband, but he doesn't care. You can see your wife, but she doesn't care. You can see your people, but nobody seems to care. There are people physically around, but nobody seems to care. Yeah, 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 yeah. They leave all the burden on you. They leave all the drama on you. They leave every load on you. Nobody seems to care. Having nobody to help you. Having nobody who is involved with you. That is the second definition of being alone. Now there is a third definition. And that is being isolated and lonely. Being isolated or lonely, you need to understand. Being isolated could be caused by people, but you can also do it to yourself. There are people under the sound of my voice who are isolated, not because people abandon them, but they are isolated because they choose to, to step away and isolate themselves from the rest of the group. There are so many people, you have become isolated because of your sickness up you have become isolated up because of your health conditions up you have become isolated up because of the loss of your family members up the loss of your relatives up some of you have you have become isolated up because you cannot afford the dresses up that everybody is wearing up you cannot even afford the uniform up you cannot even have afford those little things up that you are expected to own up you have you have become isolated up because of the challenges up with your finances up because of the challenges up with your connections up because of the challenges up with your education up you are so isolated up when the degree holders are talking up you are isolated up when the people with good employment up are talking up you are isolated up there are three definitions up of being alone up number one up when nobody is present up number two up when there is nobody to help up number three up when you are so lonely and isolated for everything you never cease to amaze us. So when you check the definition of being alone, there is no sign of good news when it comes to alone. Take me to Genesis chapter 15, verse Genesis chapter 2, verse 15. 
in order to fully understand my message we have to go back to the first time the bible recorded the word alone alone somebody say alone alone Genesis chapter 2 verse 15 The Lord God placed the man in the garden of Eden to tend and watch over it The Lord God placed the man in the garden of Eden to tend and watch over it There is something very deep here that I need you to grasp. That when God places you in any kind of location, there is something that you have to do there. God doesn't just place you in a location for you to just sleep or rest. No. If it is God who placed you there, then there is something to do. For an example, many of you are firstborns, which means that God has placed you up as the first person of your family, which means there is something there that you have to do. Some of you are last bones that God has placed you there to be the last fruit of your family that stands to reason that there is something there for you to do. There are some of you that God has placed in prayer life that I need you to understand that if it is God that placed you in here, then there is something that you have to do. Oh, time will not permit me to speak of the people who have been placed on the earth by God that stands to reason that as long as God has placed you on this earth, then there is something that you have to do. Listen, you are here not just to breathe and die. You are here not just to work and die. You are here not just to feed and die. You have been placed here for a task an assignment for you to fulfill if God placed you here then there is something that you have to do and God placed man in the garden of Eden to tend it and watch over it people do you believe that God placed you on this earth do you believe that God placed you in this service? Do you believe that God placed you in your family? Do you believe that God placed you in that workplace? Then there is something that you have to do. Verse 16. But the Lord God warned him. You may freely eat the fruit of every tree in the garden. 
verse 17 except the tree of the knowledge of good and evil if you eat its fruit you are sure to die can i break this down for you whichever place god has placed you there is a warning or an instruction that is attached to your placement let me say it again whichever location whichever family whichever ministry whichever church whichever job that god has placed you in there is a warning or an instruction that is attached to your placement what instructions are you working with what warnings are you working with I'm just a free spirit anything goes no that is a lie in the realms of the spirit if God placed you there then there is an instruction attached and there is something you have to do you have been placed in prayer life as part of us there is something that you have to do and there is an instruction attached to it stay committed is an instruction stay loyal is an instruction stay fruitful is an instruction win souls is an instruction be consistent is an instruction you must multiply is an instruction if god placed you there then there is something you have to do and there is an instruction attached to that placement but the story doesn't continue in verse 18 the story actually continues in verse 19. so genesis chapter chapter 2 verse 15 to 16 to 17 and then to 19 not to 18 but 19. the bible said so the lord god formed from the ground all the wild animals and all the birds of the sky and he brought them to the man to see what he would call them Are you following the bible said god created all the animals all the wild animals all the birds and the bible said god brought them to adam to see what he would call them all the animals can you imagine all the kinds of birds all the kinds of cattle all the kinds of wild animals all the kinds of pigs all the kinds of any animal you could think of the bible said god brought them to adam all the animals do you know the number of species of animals there are on this earth <laughs> and the bible said so the man started working and the man chose a name for each one verse 20 the bible said he gave names to all the livestock to all the birds of the sky to all to all to all to all when you are doing something you must make sure you are covering all when you are asked to do something you you must make make sure you are participating with your all until your all is involved you are not doing the work the job accurately the bible said he gave names to all the livestock not just some but all he was giving names to all the birds of the sky not just some but all some of 
you the tasks that have been assigned to you you are only doing some you are only doing some until you learn to do all there will be no good reward for you at the end of the day can I preach to somebody he gave names to all the livestock all the birds all the wild animals but still somebody say there is a bat there is a bat but still there was no help just right for him there was no helper because the work was too heavy for the man alone do not forget he's naming all the livestock he's naming all the birds he's naming all the world which means it would take him years to accomplish this task you cannot name all the animals in one day the animals or the names of animals in category a alone would take you years and then you go to b to to c to d he couldn't do it on his own because the bible said but still there was no helper just right for him there was no helper the work is too heavy the work is too heavy for the man to do it alone now verse 18 continues from verse 20 verse 18 continues from verse 20 and the bible said then the lord said it is not good for the man to be alone i have already explained to you that there are three definitions of the word alone number one that no one is present number two that no one is helping or involved or participating number three that you are isolated and the bible said that the work was too heavy for the man to do it alone and god said it is not good for the man to be alone which kind of alone was adam it was the kind of alone that there is nobody to help you need to understand that there were other people present because the bible said in verse 21 that the lord god alone Verse, verse 19 the bible said and god brought all the animals to adam which means that god was with adam and the animals were with adam so adam had people present he had animals present these days there are people that value the companionship of an animal than that of a human being so adam having all the animals present meant that uh, he was not alone uh, and he was not isolated uh, because the animals were there uh, and God was there. Uh, he was not lonely uh, because the animals were there uh, and God was there uh, but he had nobody to help him. Uh, there were animals around uh, but the animals couldn't help. Uh, God was there uh, but God was not helping uh, because it wasn't the duty of God uh, to help. Uh, so the Bible said, uh, God said uh, I will make a helper uh, who is just right for him so god said i will make another person that will help the man in his job that the man will not be alone it wasn't just a matter of companionship it was a matter of support it was a matter of sponsorship 
It was a matter of help. It was a matter of pillar. Of being a pillar. I will make a helper. The animals are too many. For him to name alone. I will make him somebody else. That will help him in their job. It is not good for man to be alone. Are we together? Many of you are so alone in your lives. You see people around you every day. You are not isolated. But for you to get help. But unfortunately, the woman that God made is not enough to take away that thing that makes man alone. Have you forgotten that the Bible said, and the two shall become one. So the woman, before she came, she came to compliment the man by helping the man. But the very moment there is a marriage, the two are no longer two, but the two are one. And so, the woman is no longer enough to fill up the, 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 the subject of being alone over the life of Ah, I wish I was speaking to somebody. I need you to understand this carefully. Watch this closely. The woman is one. The man is one. God said it is not good for the man to be alone. And so I will make him a helper. That will be a pillar. That will be a support. That will be an anchor to the man. But the very moment there is marriage, they are no longer two. They are one. And so the woman is not able uh, to fulfill the subject uh, or to clear away uh, the subject of being alone uh, in the life of the man uh, because now uh, both the wife uh, and the husband uh, are now the man uh, and so the man uh, needs another person uh, another figure uh, another image uh, another person uh, another structure uh, another pillar uh, another support uh, that will clear away the subject of being of being alone and that is the purpose of our message tonight alone with God because even though you might be married because even though you might be in a relationship you cannot say because I am married I do not need God I am no longer alone for just the fact that you are married means that you still need God so the woman is never meant to replace the God factor in your life those of you who get married and then because of your marriage your spiritual lives begin to drop begin to flop begin to melt away you do not understand the concept of being alone you and your wife are now one which means you both of you you now need god to clear away the subject of being alone else you'll be alone forever you cannot walk through this life with your wife alone you cannot maneuver your way through this life with your wife alone your wife is not enough and your husband is not enough hence alone with god 
take me to Genesis chapter 32. I want to tell you about a married man called Jacob. Jacob. Genesis chapter 32, verse 22. Genesis chapter 32, verse 22. Is somebody with me tonight? Where are the shepherds that went through the shepherd's camp? I want to see you by hand. Where are the shepherds? Genesis of the 32, verse 22. During the night. During the night, Jacob got up and took his two wives, his two servant wives, and his eleven sons and crossed the Jabbok River with them. In the night, when darkness came, when trouble came, when disturbance came, the Bible said he took his wives, he took his servant wives, he took his eleven sons, and he crossed the Jabbok River with them. Hmm. And a real man is he who is able to take his loved ones away from trouble a true man a true shepherd a true leader is he who is able to take the people is responsible of out of trouble jacob was a disturbed man because his brother he was afraid that his brother was going to kill him he was afraid that esau was going to kill him so the Bible said during the night Jacob got up he took his wives his servant wives his 11 sons and crossed the river with them he took them in the night out of the trouble verse 23 after taking them to the other side he sent over all his possessions he sent over all his animals he sent over all his beds you need to understand somebody help when god help, wants to deliver a person help, he delivers his entire house up which means that if man help, is created in the image of god help, you must learn to develop the ability help, not to save your skin alone help, but to save that of your wife help, that of your children help, that of your animals help, that of your ministry help that of your possessions help that of your businesses help it is not just about you alone help don't 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 just save yourself help, but save them also he took his wives took his possessions took his sons to the other side of the river jabok verse 24 the bible said this left Jacob all alone in the camp. This left Jacob all alone in the camp. This is an example of isolation caused by the man himself. 
He sends his possessions away. He sends his wives away. He sends his children away. Why? Because he doesn't want any trouble to come upon them. So the Bible said he isolates himself by sending them to the other side of the river Jabok. And by doing so, he isolates himself and becomes alone. And watch what happens. The Bible said, And a man came and wrestled with him until dawn began to break. When you read the New King James Version or the King James Version, you realize that the word man is spelled with a capital M that stands to reason that that man is Jesus Christ himself. So this scripture in its actual rendering would read and, and Jacob was left all alone in the camp and Jesus Christ came and wrestled with him until dawn began to break until dawn began to break this is what happens when you are alone with God the first thing that happens is that God or Jesus Christ wrestles with you he wrestles with you which means he tests you Jesus would test you when you were alone with God. When you were alone, when you were isolated, the first thing he would do is to test you. Follow carefully. Verse 25. When the man saw that he would not win the match, in other words, when Jesus saw that he would not win the match, he touched Jacob's hip and wrenched it out of its socket. Some of you, your trial or your test is the period of prayer you are praying. Sometimes you isolate yourself. Sometimes you are isolated by circumstances. You are on your own. And the first thing Jesus will do is he will test you to see if you can pray for 30 minutes on your own. If you can pray for one hour, that is your rest. If you are able to do it, the Bible said when Jesus saw that he couldn't win the match, when Jesus saw that Jacob was winning the test or overcoming the test, the Bible said he touched Jacob's hip and wrenched it out of his socket. Many of you are being tested. You are being tested. The longer you pray, the worse things become. You are wondering, what is this? What is this? I just fasted for three days and yet, see what is happening. What is this? Jesus is testing you. He wants to see how far you can go. He, he wants to see how strong your will is. He wants to know how powerful you've become. He wants to know whether you are stronger than your trouble. And when he saw that Jacob was overcoming the test, the Bible said he touched his hip and wrenched it out of his socket. Do you know what it means? It means that before the situation gets better, before the situation gets better, it gets worse. Sometimes, eh, Ubetimako prayer camp will be waiting for God, praying to God, and you will come back home with malaria. You come back home with anger. You come back home with depression. But do not be bothered because it gets worse before it gets better. 
the fact that it is becoming worse stands to reason that you are already overcoming the test watch this carefully the bible said in verse 26 then the man said let me go in other words jesus said let me go for the dawn is breaking and jacob said i will not let you go unless you bless me i will not let you go unless you bless me which means in the midst of your malaria you must still pray in the midst of your depression you must still pray in the midst of your betrayal you must still pray in the midst of the darkness you must still pray jesus said let me go jacob said no i cannot tell sometimes the voice you hear that says you will never get better it's not the voice of the devil sometimes it is the voice of the man that wrestles sometimes it is the voice of the man it is the voice of the man that wrestles sometimes you think about it how you are planning your future how you are planning your life just when you get to a point where it seems as though your life is about to get better that is where you lose your dad that is where you lose your mom that is where you lose your passion that is where you lose your desire that is where you lose your connections and you begin to wonder was it even worth it but I came to tell you alone with God it's not a time of waste alone with God it's not a time of waste it is a period of transformation it is a period of wrestling it is a period of blessings but you need to fight that good fight am I speaking to somebody Jesus said, let me go. He said, I will not until you bless me. Verse 27. The man asked, Jesus asked, what is your name? He replied, Jacob. Verse 28. Your name will no longer be Jacob. Jesus told him, from now on, you will be called Israel because you are fought with. I thought he was going to say you are fought with a man, but he said you are fought with God and with men, not man, which stands to reason. He wasn't referring to himself because one person cannot be categorized as men. So he said, you have fought with God. Sometimes you must fight with God. Sometimes you must wrestle with God. Sometimes you must contend with God. And that is the only way you can spread forth your blessing. That is the only way you can obtain the change of story, the change of name, the change of situation. Because Jacob was alone with God. He wrestled with God and he had his name changed. I prophesy upon your life. As you are listening to me, you are wrestling with God. You are alone with God. You are wrestling with God. By the time the service is over, your name shall change. Your situation shall change. Your tears shall change. Your mourning shall change. Your tears will cease. Your name shall change. In the mighty name of Jesus, am I preaching? Declare and Lord with God. Come on. 
Am I communicating to somebody? I want to talk to you about a patriarch called Daniel. Daniel. Somebody say Daniel. Daniel chapter 10 verse verse 4 Daniel chapter 10 verse 4 On April 23rd as I was as I was standing on the bank of the great Tigris river You do realize today is 22nd May and tomorrow is 23rd May which means that this revelation was a month ago oh you didn't catch that <laughs> on April 23rd which was last month exactly one month ago as I was standing on the bank of the great Tigris River why or what could a prophet be doing standing at the bank of the great Tigris River I want you to understand something people go to the riverside so that they can connect with nature so that they can be still so that they can be at peace when people look at the river and see how calm the river is and see how still the river has become it projects or reflects on themselves people go to the bank of the river so that they can have a peace of mind so that they can have a personal time so that they can be alone and relaxed oh am i communicating the prophet daniel was standing on the bank of the river why because he wants to be stale he wants to be calm he wants to 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 connect with nature he wants a peace of mind he's taking himself out of the noisy environment out of the noisy cities out of the noisy towns so that he can be stale why Psalm 46 verse 10. Jacob was disturbed. He sent his sons away, his wives away, his possessions away. And when he was alone, a man came to wrestle with him. Follow carefully. There is a stage where the, Jesus himself said, the man said, you have fought God and fought and, and, and won. You have fought men and won there are times you fight God there are times you you do not understand God why that is what he means that is wrestling with the man wrestling with God there are other times you are calm that is Psalm 46 verse 10 the Bible said be still and know that I am God 
be still and know that I am God. Be calm and you shall see that I am God. Which means that the revelation of God or his son Jesus Christ only comes after the person is calm. After the person is still. So when Daniel went to the side of the river, he wanted to be calm. He wanted to be still so that he in some way or a tool can connect with God, can know God, can commune with God, can relate with God. Sometimes you must withdraw from your usual place, from your usual city, from your usual schedules that you can be still you can be calm you can be quiet and commune with God and know God be still and know that I am God understand this understand this understand this carefully people until you learn to withdraw yourself to a place where you can be calm because you know as long as you are in your room you are you will see the empty oil and say hey god how am i going to feed these kids you know if you are going to stay in your room you are going to see the car and cry hey how am i able going to how am i how am i how will i be able to fill the tank of this vehicle you know if you are going to stay in that church your whole time you would see the way somebody is dressed and you are going to cry when will I also be dressed like this being in your usual environment does not allow you to stay calm that is what I'm saying As long as you are on that campus, you will see that boy now Yamasho. Why? Because he broke your heart some time ago. He did something to you some time ago. He intimidated you some time ago. As long as you are in your usual place, you can never stay calm. You will see your meter and cry out, How will I be able to buy prepaid again? Oh God! You will open your fridge and see how it is so empty, and you cry, How am I going to be able to drink or quench my thirst? The water you drink has run out. There are times you must withdraw and go to places where you can stay calm. And that is what Daniel did. And watch what happened. Verse 6 of Daniel chapter 10. Verse 5 of Daniel chapter 10. I looked up and saw a man dressed in linen clothing. 
with a belt of pure gold around his waist. Verse 6. His body looked like a precious gem. His face flashed like lightning. You see, see the things he's talking about. Are you not tired of seeing the same old thing? Sometimes it is good that you join services like this that is so unusual so that you can see strange things. You can hear strange things. You can stay calm and withdraw from your comfort zone. He said his arms and feet shone like polished bronze and his voice roared like a vast multitude of people. Verse 7, only I, Daniel, saw the vision. Only I. Somebody say, only I. There are some visions that are for you alone. But until you are alone, you will never see that vision because the vision is for you alone. <laughs> Sometimes what you have to do is to put up that television and stay calm and know your God. Shut off that Instagram and TikTok and pick up your phone, enter into our services and see. Stay calm and know God. The men with me saw nothing. The men with me, they saw nothing. But they were suddenly terrified. They were suddenly terrified. And ran away to hide. Think about it. A man who has seen nothing. Is then suddenly terrified and running away why are you running away you need to understand this carefully there are people who are running in this life they are fleeing for their lives and yet they have seen nothing do you understand this they have not gone through anything they have not experienced anything they have not suffered anything and yet they are always running keep on running away they keep on running away they keep on running away and I alone saw this vision verse 8 so I was left there all alone to see this amazing vision some visions you will never see until you are all alone my strength left me my face grew deathly pale and I felt very weak there are some of you when your when your man of God is ministering and he says he is very weak, you don't understand. You do realize a man who is seeing a vision has not lost anything. How is he weak? When your man of God ministers for hours and he said he's weak, you don't understand why. That people can go after service at 10:30 because they want to talk to the man of God. alone saw this vision and my strength left me seeing a vision you lose nothing my face grew deathly pale and I felt very weak 
verse 8, verse 9. Then I heard the man speak. When I heard the sound of his voice, I fainted and lay there and my face with my face to the ground. God. Verse 10. Just then a hand touched me and lifted me, still trembling, to my hands and knees. Verse 11. And the man said to me, Daniel, you are very precious to God. So listen carefully to what I have to say to you. Stand up, for I have been sent to you. And he said this to me. Sorry, when he said this to me, I stood up, still trembling. Verse 12. Then he said, Don't be afraid, Daniel. The first day you began to pray for understanding and to humble yourself before the Lord, your request has been heard in heaven. I have come in answer. I have come in answer to your prayer. Until you are alone with God, you will never receive answers to your prayers. Angels will never be sent to you to respond to your prayer. That is what it means. So when you are alone, do not cry all the way. When you are alone, do not be disturbed all the way. You need to also know that in that loneliness, you can learn to be still and know that your God is there. Because it is only when you are alone that angels will be sent to you and respond to your prayer. Alone with God. If you are alone with your wife, then that is not good. If you are alone with your friends, then that is not good. The Bible said, for it was not good that man was alone. Alone or being alone only becomes a good thing when you are alone with God. Not alone with your boss. Not alone with your boyfriend because you know the things that happen. Not alone with your side chick because you know the things that happen. Not alone with the people you lust after because you know the things that happen. But when you are alone with God, you know that the feedback is positive. Some of you complain too much because you are alone. You can change that to your advantage. Now I prophesy upon your life that any state of being alone that you are in, I declare that you will not be alone by yourself. You will not be all alone by yourself, but you will be alone with God that he might send his angels to minister to you. He might send his angels to speak to you. He might send his angels to bless your life in the name of Jesus. There was a time that Jesus himself was alone. 
that the Bible said and the, and the angels of God ministered to him you received the ministration of angels when you were alone let me talk to you quickly about Moses Exodus chapter 3 verse 1 Moses Exodus chapter 3 verse 1 one day Moses was tending the flock of his father-in-law Jethro the priest of Midian he led the flock far into the wilderness I want you to pay attention to this statement or this phrase he led the flock far into the wilderness not they led the flock no he led the flock there are no human beings around him so the bible didn't say they led he alone led them there were animals around but there were no people to help him that is what he means so when you study the scripture that i read to you carefully about jacob you read that jacob was alone by isolation jacob was alone by isolation but daniel was alone because nobody was present because the bible said all the men ran away and he alone was left to hear or see the vision but in the case of moses the bible said he alone led the animals the flock into the wilderness which meant that there were no people to help him jacob was isolated Daniel had nobody around him and Moses had nobody to support him which defines the three different or which confirms the three definitions of the word alone Moses alone led the flock into far into the wilderness many of you your search for a job has led you far into the wilderness because there is nobody to help you your search for a husband has led you far into the wilderness because there is nobody to help you your search for money has led you far into the wilderness because there is nobody to help you your search for a good ministry has led you far into the wilderness because there is nobody to help you your your search for money to travel has led you far into the wilderness because there is nobody to help you have and these days people have women are sleeping with bosses have they are going far into the wilderness have because that is the only way they believe have they can secure a job do you even understand my message at all you are too quiet for my liking
Are you with me? Moses took his job too far. The Bible didn't say he led them to the wilderness. He went too far into the wilderness. Too far. Some of you, you're set for riches. You're set for good news. You're set for miracles. You're set for testimonies. Are taking you too far. You are going too far. Which means you need help. You are going too far. Because of your quest for greatness. See how proud you've become. You are going too far. Because of your search for a good wife. See, you are testing all the ladies in the church. You are testing all of them. You are sleeping with all of them. You are looking for the good wife. You are going too far. You are going too far. That is what it means. You are taking your search too far. You are taking your job too far. You are taking your opportunity too far. You are taking your tears too far. You are not the only one who has been betrayed. You are not the only one who is struggling. You are not the only one who needs money. Your search is taking you too far. And people go too far because there are no people to help them. <sighs> he led the flock far into the wilderness and came to Sinai, the mountain of God. Verse 2. Verse 2. There the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a blazing fire from the middle of the bush. You see, when you read the Bible carefully, you realize that the angel is spelled with a capital A in the King James Version and the New King James, which means that angel is Jesus Christ. So Jesus Christ appeared to him in the blazing fire from the middle of the bush. Why? Because Moses, you are going too far. Sarah, you are going too far. Grace, Sam, you are going too far. Sam, you are going too far. You are going too far. Verse 3. This is amazing. Moses said to himself, Why isn't that bush burning up? I must go and see it verse 4 when the lord saw moses coming to take a closer look god called to him from the middle of the bush moses moses here i am moses replied verse 5 do not come any closer why because you have already gone too far do not come any closer why because you have already gone too far the things you did are not fitting to as a christian the things you have been involved in are not fitting as a believer the things you have been doing are not fitting up as a shepherd as a pastor and so Moses do not come any closer because you went too far ah. I thought I was preaching to somebody God said don't come any closer I beg you You've gone too far. 
to the extent that you do not respect your parents anymore because of some guy you met you do not respect your elders anymore because of a title you just received because of some small money you just had you are going too far god said don't come any closer the lord won't take off your sandals for you are standing on holy ground why because you went too far and you can only go too far with what you are wearing you can only go too far with the attitude you have you can only go too far with the character you build up you can only go too far with the idea you have god said you cannot come any closer into my presence until you cast off that mentality until you cast off that ideology until you cast off that idea until you cast off that spirit that greedy spirit of yours the Lord is saying you are going too far and the only way he can allow you back into his presence is for you to cast away that sandals Oh God, you had to sleep with people to make ends meet, and that was as a result of your mindset, your mentality. God is saying you cannot come any closer until you remove that sandals, until you let go of that mindset, until you cast away that mentality, else you cannot approach me in my presence. Oh, am I communicating? Take off your sandals, for you are standing on holy ground. Do not forget Moses was alone with God at this point. It is only when you are alone with God that you are cleansed of anything that you put on that takes you too far. Some of you, what you put on to take you too far is your dressing. That tight dress, some of you know, is this particular dress. Whenever you wear that dress, you act in a, in a peculiar way, in a strange way. You yourself, you don't even know why. Some of you, it is when you wear makeup. Whenever you wear that makeup, you always act in this strange way. Until you remove that sandal, God said, God said, you cannot approach me. Some of you, it's your mindset. I dream thing, you know, it's too much. Until you cast it away, you cannot approach his presence. And this transformation cannot happen until you are alone with God. What bunkrofo, sir? Because of your greed. Bunkrofo. Christoni, bunkrofo. You are so greedy and hungry for money. And because of that, one nineteen and baby bebre wobu bunko for bebre unikofobia nini. The Lord is saying, before you can approach me, you must cast away or remove or untie that sandal. That is what took you too far. That sandal was your greed. That sandal was your envy. That sandal was your pride. That sandal. What's your mindset? Cast it away. Remove it so that you can approach me alone with God. I want-
people. Verse 6. I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. When Moses heard this, he covered his face because he was afraid to look at God after they were ferry. He has gone too far, Waferi. You have gone too far, Waferi. Many of you, even what I am saying is making you feel this way, Waferi. You are not so proud of yourself now, Waferi, because of the things you did in your past. That is not what matters. Verse 8, the Lord said, I have come down to rescue my people from the power of the Egyptians and lead them out of Egypt into their own fertile and spacious land. It is a land flowing with milk and honey, the land where the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites now live. Look, the cry of the people of Israel has reached me. I have, I have seen how harshly the Egyptians abused them. Verse 10 Now go, for I am sending you to Pharaoh. You must lead my people Israel out of Egypt. Until you are alone with God, you can never be sent to influential and powerful people. Think about it. Some of you, your whole life, you have never had a chance to stand before, stand boldly before rich people. When you see people cry, and I say, oh, it's expensive car, no, no, be south for direction, cry. Then you find it difficult to speak. You have never been alone with God. Not to talk of you being sent before them. That you can go and tell them, woman, the Lord said do this. Man, the Lord said do this. My king, the Lord said do this. Pharaoh, the Lord said stay away from these, these things. Pharaoh, let my people go, saith the Lord. You need to understand. You will never have powerful and influential people coming into your life or going into their lives until you have gotten to a stage where you have been alone with God. Being alone builds you up. With being alone with God builds you up. Being alone with God prunes you. Being alone with God strengthens you. Being alone with God upholds you and propels you onto higher levels. Until you were alone with God, you can never stand on the international grounds of ministry, on the international grounds of business, on the international grounds of marriage. If you put anything of yours out there, it will be destroyed. Why? Because you have never been alone with God. Ladies and gentlemen, take advantage of your isolation. Take advantage of the absence of helpers. Take a, a, advantage of the absence of people in your life and spend time with God being alone with God that you might be better that you might be greater that you might be stronger that you might be prayerful and receive ministrations from angels and not just angels God himself in Jesus mighty name It is a good thing to be alone with God. 
it is to your advantage to be alone with God it is for your benefit to be alone with God somebody declare I will be alone with God now let me see all the shepherds in the house Say 